This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast. Podcast brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do an episode for every episode they do. This is season four, episode four. Things are really rolling now. I love this episode because so many people were right. And (laughs) so much happened this episode. We get to say, hey, I was right. Hey, you were right. Hey, you were wrong. Hey, I was wrong. And I love it. It's fantastic. So... You can follow along what I'm talking about here on our Facebook page. If you go to Facebook and search Everything is Fine, you'll just discover all of us and the Maximum Derricks talking about predictions and what happened last week's episode and whether it's going to be Glenn or Vicky in a skin suit or Michael in a skin suit or Trevor, which it wasn't, and all these other things. You can also find us on Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast. At Nerdy Things Pod on all social medias and www.nerdythingspod.com. So we usually go back to last week's episode with a little bit of a question, and I haven't told the guys what the question is this week yet, but I have one. So we talked last week, or Eleanor did, about Left Eye Lopezing a house, burning one down, keying cars. Guys, what's your method of choice for getting back at an ex? Oh boy. These could oh, be true cool. stories or they could be wink wink not true stories. I don't care. <laughs> well, someone has actually like what was it? Like sliced a tire of mine. That's why nice. like I don't tell anyone like where I live anymore unless it's like super serious <laughs> cuz w- I just like went outside I was like, "Oh, my tire's done." Okay. Well, that's a thing. But um no, I mean, Jules' I really... third date move is, well, let's go back to your place. Yeah, yours. <laughs> yeah, not mine. Right? For sure. I'll I've never, never tell really, you my address. <laughs> I've never really gotten any revenge on an ex. I've never really felt the need to, but I've done things that have made people my ex that were probably the, the worst thing I could have done. <laughs> so I'm I mean, always in the right. Yeah. I was, was going to say know. yay for healthy relationships, but no, apparently no. not. No. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I definitely I had a girlfriend who was being harassed by someone who I then infected with a virus. And while I was doing that, I took her diary off her computer and then cracked it open and read it. Um, So that was kind of okay. A couple things there. (laughs) You said infected with a virus. I see in my mind's eye. I see Kevin with a vial just, you know, pouring like some little green or red liquid into a a cup of tea or something. Clear (laughs) liquid. Okay. Infected with the virus. Uh, Kevin has the serum in some offshore island somewhere. But I also have. Something has happened. All islands are offshore, dummy. Yeah, that's why I I just said it. I just said offshore island. Duh. Jesus Christ. Pay attention. Yes, I know that. No, the offshore island where they play frisbee golf, right? Hold on, hold on. Wait, what? It was a computer virus? Yeah, so he was was harassing her. I gave him a computer virus. I basically deleted a couple of pictures he had of her uh, and then took her diary, found out that she had lied to me when we broke up. 
I I had an email address that I had set up on my domain for her that I found out she was using a year and a half later when I deleted it. And I got some emails from her then boyfriend celebrating a year together. And it had been nine <gasps> months since we broke up. Oh, so there's that. Yeah. So when I, I have to had, say- had a uh, had a diary as well. So that's what the second thing I was going to say, like a, a, a diary, people write things in and it's like, why do you write these things? What <laughs> right? are you doing? OK. I have to say, the thought never crossed my mind. There was a computer virus either. I totally no. thought that you like passed along <laughs> cold. A lot twist. <laughs> yeah, I sneezed on him. Yeah. Nice. Oh wow. Um, yeah, Anyways, that was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. This is a wild ride. Sorry, guys. <laughs> From yeah, start that, to finish, I'm done. That's, this, that's the second story that Kevin's told me today. That took a wild detour before it got to the end, and I was very happy to have gone <laughs> along for the ride. <laughs> But let's let's do this thing that we love to do called out of context quotes of the week. Jules, you kick it off. All right. You guys want me to kill it? I've shot a lot of racehorses. (laughs) If you're a devil, why aren't you wearing Prada? (laughs) And one more. Ooh, I know that sound. Looks like someone found my sex diaper. I'll leave you guys alone to live that dipe life. Oh, God. <laughs> dipe life. Oh, all right. So I had, uh, I'm not picky. Whatever urine, urine you have is fine. Uh, okay, predictably, this was unhelpful. Yep. And uh, lastly, I've seen a lot of weird hogs in my life, dude. Get over yourself. (laughs) I wrote my college thesis on that lower back tattoo. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. Actually, one of my jobs was to inflate the penises so they can get flattened again. By the way, why not peni? Uh, you know what? I don't know what the plural of penises is because it hasn't come up in my life, Tim. Yeah. Um, I've never given don't it as much across. thought as you well, apparently you know, have. Sometimes you get bored and you think of things. Or is that yes. exactly what you wanted us to do? That is what I want you to do, yes. Yes, actually, yeah. But that lie was only to cover my two previous lies. That's got to be okay, right? He's becoming more and more human every day. <laughs> Oh, damn it. I touched the dang diaper. (laughs) Sean rebooted me like 40 million times. We brought two bad Janets on the train, you dumb, dumb idiot. And that has been (laughs) out of context quotes of the week. Kevin, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? All right. So we join our heroes as they're trying to break the humans. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes old timey. What's his face? Wheeling his way in like he's out of old brother. Where art thou? And he throws a wrench in their plans, claiming there's a spy in their midst. Can we trust him? Can we trust Michael? Can we trust Jianyu? No, because he's Jason. (laughs) But who do we trust? The answer is maybe Michael's Vicky in a suit. Maybe he's not. There's literally no way to tell until we blow up uh, some of the demons and then Michael threatens to blow himself up. And Jason, through one sheer weird act of genius before completely losing his mind, reveals that Bad Janet's been with us the entire time. What? 
It's been what? bad, Janet, the whole time. No. Yeah, so this episode got serious, but it starts out with a magical game of Pictionary that stern that turns scary real quick. Oh my god, real quick. <laughs> what was that? Chidi has no <laughs> drawing skills at all. That was a crime against humanity. Oh my goodness. He doesn't work well under pressure, my brother. To He's be honest, the only one putting pressure on himself. Right. To be honest, I liked their shirts that they were wearing, and I liked it right? so much that I might just make it for merch or something. Merch. Well, I think Jules I saw Kevin. like Ted Danson on Instagram wearing it or something. Like mm-hmm. one of the ones that just said all of their names. So yeah, cool. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. I think if anything, we should try and get uh, a picture of that horse thing and put that on a shirt because uh. I'd like to walk around with that. <laughs> Mm, yep i know everybody's waiting for it (laughs) (laughs) all right well after that crazy finish to the pictionary game the groups they think things are going bad but they have no idea because an unknown hooded figure comes rolling up in this push cart train thingy who could it be shut up glenn Did anyone predict that it was going to be Glenn? I don't think I heard anybody. In fact, Susan was right. And Leslie was right. But Susan was most right because she beat her to it. And Matt (laughs) specifically said it is not Glenn because the uh, Good Place writers wouldn't put him in a, a credit for the show if he was actually in the show. But Matt was wrong. So Leslie right, Susan right. Matt wrong. Cool. <laughs> Tim's going to make a lot of enemies in the... <laughs> I got more. No, I got more stuff. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. So the dude okay. dude comes with a secret. It's a super awkward secret, though. Can't say it in front of everybody because he thinks or he says that Michael is Vicky in a skin suit, which brings me to other things. Uh, Diane said it was Sean in a Michael skin suit. So she was on the right you know, path. And mm-hmm. Emily said it was Vicky in a Michael suit. And so she was, I don't know, right, wrong, not sure. Definitely in the ballpark. Yeah. But uh Nikki, Emily, and myself all wanted it to be Trevor and we weren't even close. No. See we all <laughs> thinking as a collective, thinking as one Janet, we almost had it right. We, we almost did. We, got we it. Had, we had we pieces right of everything. Just gotta put it put it all together. <laughs> So get this man a glass of pig urine because he's got a story to tell. (laughs) (laughs) Any kind of pig urine will do, though. Um, So, yeah, so Glenn's like, like dude, this is not the real Michael. It's Vicky in a skin suit. Uh, He's been trying to fool you all along. And Eleanor tries to get Michael aside. She's inclined to trust Michael because he's Michael. They have a fake argument. And then Glenn makes a compelling case that he's questioning everything he knows but he did make a realistic skin suit. He did see Vicky in it. It was so realistic that Vicky could smell the musty skin folds and feel the dangly bits. So mm. I don't know. This could be real. Yeah. I I mean, it was so convincing. Right? It looked just like him. <laughs> the I, dangly I, bits, man. I still think like, all right. Fast forward, knowing what we know at the end of the episode, watching this scene, I still think that Glenn, in his mind, was telling the truth. 
Like they yeah. hate they hate Glenn. So they probably didn't tell him what the real plan was. At one point, the plan probably was to send Vicky in the skin suit. And he thinks that's what happened. But I think Glenn really does believe like, dude, my whole foundation is crumbling. I'm not sure that humans are just evil if they're sent to the bad place. Mm -hmm. I think you're 100 percent right. I mean, you could you could definitely see it in his face. He was he was convinced. I've never seen a demon be able to lie so convincingly, aside from Michael at the beginning of all of this. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. So so and that's also where things start to get complicated again, because we now realize that Michael lied because Glenn says, hey, they called you about the skin suit. And Eleanor's like, no, they didn't call. Michael would have told us, except they did call and Michael didn't tell them. So lying is now becoming a theme. Kevin, Kevin was Awkward. ahead of the curve on this, but, but right? lying is, is definitely becoming a theme in this thing. Michael, Michael, Michael. Oh boy. He's just trying to do it. He's just trying to do what's best, I guess, but lying. Trying man. to live that dipe life. That dipe life, dude. <laughs> but no, you can't lie. It's you can't lie time, to your baby. fellow cockroaches. Right? So they don't know what to do at this point. Uh should they call the judge and restart? They've done so much work. I think the only thing to do is to separate them, interrogate them separately. Jason wants to trust Michael. Tahani wants to to trust Glenn, mostly because Michael could be a person just pretending to be a trustworthy friend, which is such a Mary-Kate Olsen thing to do. But no one really knows who to trust at this point. It is a very challenging situation that these people are in. How long do you think this episode took to make? Because it is all like pretty stationary they do these episodes like they're sort of bottle episodes but where they just stay in in the thing in the right. area but they're just all in this house and it's like how long do you think they took to make this episode that's what i was thinking the entire time i don't know why yeah se 17 minutes 17 minutes all right yeah start to finish that Super includes easy. the time it took to write it too <laughs> mm, gotcha yeah that that doesn't sound right yeah it's in One the production tip. of this show is interesting to me because so for those of you who know or don't know about like sitcom background, there's usually two kinds of sitcoms. You have a, a single cam and a multi-cam and uh, multi-cam sitcoms are shot on a stage in front of a live studio audience. Single cam sitcoms are shot like on location, like a movie and there's no studio audience. So stuff like Parks and Rec or The Office versus Big Bang Theory and Friends, right? This show is interesting because I believe it would still be defined as a single cam because there's no live audience, but they don't go to locations. It's all still shot on a set, just like a movie mm -hmm. set. And so it's like really interesting production. They don't have to, they probably don't have to waste a lot of time because everything's basically done on this one big giant set, but set costs very high. Got to build all this stuff. You got to build green that. Screens. Yeah. Green screen, the, the ridiculous horse in the beginning of the episode. Come on. <laughs> Takes that's, a while. That's where a, that and the the little uh, light effect when they were talking to Glenn later was uh, was where all of their budget went because you could see in the uh, the green screen. Not to spoil a little bit later, there was there was a green screen where there were two Janets on the screen, and it was like, oh no, yeah. Oof, <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Sometimes it's not uh, theatrical level production value. Let's just let's just put it that way. 
<laughs> so they uh, they separate into Michael's room, which is also Derek's room because there's a wall of objects, including a sex diaper. <laughs> Derek, it's chime time. <laughs> I love that. And he hears the chimes oh, like, oh, I know that sound. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael's got to try and justify all his lies. You know, he's got one lie to not let them know why he's melting down. Uh, and then he's got uh, another lie that's an inspirational lie, much like all of Instagram. And then a lie to cover the two previous <laughs> lies because that's okay. Where is Michael going? What is happening? <laughs> Yeah, Michael's well, lost his way. Yeah, what is it? Why? 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 So I mean, it it all it all came with that one moment where like they revealed the a skin suit right before the the whole project is supposed to start, and that was I mean, now looking back at it in retrospect, probably the best thing they could have done because it sends Michael into a tizzy. He has no time to be truthful. What is he gonna do? Tell him that like right before everybody else comes in because if it's causing him to melt down it might cause them to melt down and if everybody's melting down who's gonna take care of the first recruit the first person to come in so he had Mm -hmm. no choice but to keep him to himself now whether he should have confessed at a near time after that i don't know maybe he felt good because eleanor was taken on the leadership role and had to stick with that story but they really nailed it with that move like that allowed all of this stuff that happened after Oh, absolutely. I I think Michael's justification in this episode didn't hold up for me. The whole like, oh, you know, they said if I told you, they'd just erase your memories of it anyway. Like, yeah, great. Tell them. Like, they don't. (laughs) The bad place shouldn't have control over the humans right now anyway. So if you use that information now, then it doesn't matter. And if you don't, then it doesn't matter. So do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was not it was not a good move. The whole thing wasn't handled well by Michael and it was just a great move on their part. So still not quite sure what to do, although I will point out the other thing I was right about is that Michael didn't did have an actual meltdown. You guys both said that Michael was faking the meltdown. Yeah, I was right about that one. So maybe Janet can create a demon lie detector. Might be hard (laughs) because of all the details she doesn't want to share. So much thrashing. Um. But we could also get them drunk. What goes best with pig urine? Instantly, Jason says coconut rum. Instantly. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is not a, this is not like, hey, I'm being funny or, hey, I'm, I'm taking a wild guess. This is like, I legitimately know the answer to this yeah. and I am happy to tell you why. I'm happy to help you on your journey through this pig urine that I, at some point in my life, had to. I have been through this. I will help you through this. Yeah. All right. So now it's Glenn's turn. Glenn confesses the whole plan. The puncher, which executed his plan perfectly, which also I said that guy was suspiciously bad. I said that was Uh a bad plan, just being quiet. Well, that makes so much sense because he was supposed to just piss them off and get kicked out. So the puncher actually came in and did his job. And then they came to the train and in the end they did a Michael switch. Or did they? Ooh. Hmm. So the only choice now, because Michael seems believable in what he's saying. Glenn seems believable in what he's saying. None of this has done any good. The only thing left to do is undress Michael. Michael, get that complicated bra off, okay? Let's see what's going on down there. Yeah, it's not hard. Just show. Just show us what you got. 
It's either whatever demon you are or it's a demon in a Vicky suit. But apparently whatever demon he is is not <laughs> something he wants to share with the world because he is a fire squid. And if you don't know, a fire squid has lots of fire, teeth everywhere, a really long neck. A re- really long neck. Really long neck. And and there's juice, just so much juice and a smell. <laughs> it's not good. And I feel bad for Michael because Michael has always had this kind, even when he was like a real demon, he had this admiration for humankind. And I think some of it might be because he's really self-conscious about his demon persona or, or whoever he actually is as a demon because he really body. believes. <laughs> That's his yeah, body. He's, he's got body dysmorphia. Ish, he he yeah, sees himself issues. in a really bad way. Yeah. And he, it's it's caused him to make choices in his life and you can see like this is where i really believed michael because you can see that he doesn't want them to see it because he loves his cockroaches and knows that if they see it they won't be able to handle it and it will forever fracture their relationship he is ashamed of what he is in a way that derek is the opposite of when it comes <laughs> to his sex life there you go that is a great <laughs> point but yeah what wait hold on a fire squid we all know, yeah, fire squids, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, With right. a bunch of, of teeth and a long neck. Fire squids have necks. How tall did he say he was? Like 60 6,000 6, feet. 6,000 feet. 6,000 yeah. feet. I think we're all in agreement. I need to see this. I do. Well, Jason <laughs> wants to see it real bad. That's what mm-hmm. I keep telling you. <laughs> oh, so, all right. We still don't know what to do with that situation, but Janet is done with the lie detector, except splat. Glenn is now all over the walls. Oops. <laughs> I didn't know what to make of that. That, no. like, that was one of those scenes that shook me. It was like, whoa, well, okay. That just throws another wrench into it. <laughs> just killed him. And then I think it went I, to a commercial. Yes, it, I it was went right slack jawed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, all right, guys, let's take a second to study the stages of demon growth. Because these mm. are the types of things we learn on The Good Place. We've got I the love, larva yeah, stage. I love the last season. We're still learning things about <laughs> what they are. And, and we didn't even know what Michael was until this episode. So that's really cool. But now we know if Michael was splatted, he would come back as a larva, then a slug monster, then a spooky little girl, then a teenage boy, then a giant ball of tongues, a social media CEO, and then finally a <laughs> demon. Because social media CEO is the closest thing to a demon in this mm-hmm. developmental stage, apparently. It's so this good. is this is getting to be too real. I mean, this is why the show <laughs> has to end. This is like House of Cards. House of Cards had to end because they couldn't come up with something that was more ridiculous than what's happening. Mm-hmm. And this is actually happening. <laughs> um, House of Cards ended because, well, we don't need to get into that. Yeah, no, so, no, I know. <laughs> 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 Oof. Oh, so, all right. Michael says, great. This is not great for Glenn, but it's great for us. Things are all good now. But Eleanor says, not all good, dude, because one of two scenarios exists. You're either Vicky in a skin suit or you're lying Michael, and we don't know which. Yeah. Yep. So she decides decides to go for a walk where she meets Chidi and immediately knows what to do for Chidi because Chidi is just 
getting out of control. So he's he's just yeah, just trying to draw better. He's like, yeah, fuck, I just, man. <laughs> I just love their love. Like, it's I love that help. she's like, I know how to fix this because I've read your file. And then she nachos him up, and she's <laughs> playing the role of God. She's like, oh yeah. All these human things I have experienced, nachos are the best. <laughs> Sistine Chapel, nothing. You can't hey, even Donna eat it at a movie Seeley. theater. Can't even eat it at a movie theater. Come on, man. <laughs> so, uh, do you think? I okay. In this moment, we have that like that one moment with them two together, uh, and they're you know, she's helping him as like a authority figure. But do you think right now? Chidi's kind of like, oh, I really, I like this girl, or like, I like this demon, or whatever he thinks it is. Like, do you think down the road there's going to be a thing where Chidi's like, wait, I'm falling in love with you, Eleanor, or something like that? Do you think that's going to be a problem? I, I mean, are we ever going to get him back? Do they have the ability to give him his memories back? So they said something later in the episode that was really interesting to me. Yeah. So, yeah, so the next scene, we'll come back, we'll, we'll go sure. forward yeah, back. Please. The, the, the next scene, they said, if we reset the experiment, we'll get Cheaty back on our side. You know, he won't be, we he won't be part of the experiment anymore, but we'll get him back on our side. So logistically, how would that work? Do, do they, does he get his memories back and come back on their side? Does he just, hey, let's, let's update you on what's going on, dude. Since you can't be part of the experiment, if they reset it, does it go back to before the experiment? So Chidi has his memories. They haven't wiped it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Like, I'm curious. We don't. And that's, but that's fine because like I, we've talked about this a little bit before. I love continuity in all things. And the fact that we don't know the rules is kind of a cool thing because it means that it is possible or anything is possible until they define it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm good with it. I don't think that there's a, you know, a, 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 a hard and fast, no, he's never getting it back. I'd love to see it happen, but they could definitely come up with something where they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then they wipe her and they have to fall in love again or something. That My, that would be to me that would be how this will end is that they they can't give him his memories back but they wipe the two of them and send them off wherever and just Ooh. assume that they'll fall in love. So my my guess is along the lines of what Jules was at Jules was asking right now in this moment like I don't think Chidi can allow himself to see that kind of thing in Eleanor just sure. because of his whole moral, you know, this is I, I couldn't but he's Fall lying. In love with, I know. I so that's so that's what makes me think. Like right now in this moment, <laughs> he's he's not feeling it. But what I think is going to happen throughout the experiment, those moments are going to happen repeatedly enough where mm-hmm. he's going to like fall in love with her, and then at the end, they're going to have the opportunity to reset so they can all go back and then like go back to original Chidi, you know, or the Chidi that we. We, we reset and that they're going to choose to stick with the current generation of Chidi because he and Eleanor have fallen in love all over again in some dramatic, like some dramatic thing is going to yeah. happen where they oh, profess and then, like, their love. Chidi, the, the one that's, that's been lying or lied a yes. couple times, he's going to be a better version of Chidi or something. 
or just Maybe. the one that they like, want to oh. stick with because it's like why go back to the old cheaty because this cheaty we are we are in love as well so it doesn't matter which memories we have it's it's that we're in love and we're together and it's hmm. going to be like in the moment in front of the judge where the portals and they kiss that one time it's going to be very rah. that's my guess hopefully <laughs> we'll see we'll see. maybe it's Vicky but, in a cheaty suit. It's oh, Vicky in a cheaty twist. suit. Oh, damn. Yep. Yeah, all right. So so she gets him the nachos. They share the nachos. He just says, but I'm, I just feel like I'm making the world a worse place. And Eleanor explains to him that that's what makes you so great, which is just the perfect thing to say to him. And she, you know, grabs the plate of nachos because he can see that she wants them uh meanwhile jason and janet are talking he shows off his word search skills and then helps her feel better about herself yeah oh and God. he says he the found word them all in under 30 girl? seconds and there was something going on with the word girl there but we're not going to focus on that right now so cut back uh eleanor grabs the nachos two seconds later she's back in the house that plate of nachos is gone <laughs> oh my god where did she put it where did she put that kind of food? I so I laughed out loud. Like that was one of those times where like nothing actually is said. That's one of those visual gags that I love. Nothing is said. No joke is made, quote unquote. And still you're cracking up because of the visual gag of a giant plate of nachos and two seconds later a girl, tiny girl, holding a empty plate of nachos, which is fantastic. Um Yeah. <laughs> so let's just start the thing over. That's that's what she says after this whole thing. I wonder if some of what happened between her and Chidi didn't cause her to say that because she's like, oh, I'll get my Chidi back. Um, but Michael says you can't you can't do that. You can't start the whole thing over because Chidi being one of the humans is our best chance. And I will show you how serious I am about this. And I am going to blow myself up. And I'm so willing to do it, even if it means I come back shorter. But but please get all my stuff together so I don't come back shorter. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. So we, be- we believe this, Michael, right? Like well, I do. From, from what you said, Tim, earlier, you were like, whenever he was saying that he had, you know, body issues, like we believed him in that sense that he's not Vicky. And then him uh, uh, sacrificing himself is the most Michael thing to do. But us on the outside, we believe him. Yes. One vote yes from me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But I still would kind of want to see the the fire squid. Like, come on. (laughs) Just show me a little bit. Oh, (laughs) definitely. You guys are so the Jasons. Uh, But speaking of Jason, Jason to the rescue. Uh, He handcuffs freaking Janet and Janet turns into bad Janet. And he very confusingly explains that he figured it out. Because she said girl, or he said girl, and she didn't say not a girl. That's dope. Like, that is something, (laughs) as we're watching it, my wife pointed out that. And it was just an amazing moment where it was like, oh, shit. So, which makes me believe that the whole cheaty lying thing is going to be a big deal as well. Because if you didn't know, like, uh, not a girl, she could have just, like... You know, maybe we thought, oh, yeah, she just kind of dropped that. She kind of dropped that thing, maybe. Right. No. But well, nope. that's the thing is everything in the show means something. Everything that they do, they've they've done since episode one, season one, so many visual gags in the background that are funny. And that may be the point of them, but everything has a point. 
Right. You know, like I'm sitting here wondering if the puzzle that Jason, the word search that Jason did <laughs> has meaning. Like it's, we go it's back and look at the word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, somebody out on Reddit actually finished it. I don't know. I don't know who it was, <laughs> but someone finished it and it's a bunch of movie monsters. Like it's, it's King Kong, Wolfman, Werewolf. Like, I just wonder if this <laughs> means something like, is this, are monsters real? Are we going to get a, like a, a matrix sequel scenario where we suddenly find out that like oh no the creature from the black lagoon is real you know or whatever i don't know so many things could happen did you so did you guys notice that she didn't say not a girl did you pick up on i that? didn't you know? i missed Je- it jenny Gen- did though? jenny caught it okay yeah i, was yeah, just I like, didn't huh? see it okay one of a, one of the, our our maximum derricks i didn't write down who it was but one of them said they picked it up but just said I just assumed it was no big deal. And yeah, I guess I, I yeah. would have probably thought the same thing because Janet's been so different. Oh, wait, yeah. Janet's been so different. This explains all of that stuff we were talking about last week where she was so like, go punch this person and go torture that person. And we were just saying how Janet had so much aggression. Well, of course, yeah. she had so much aggression. She can't like make fart jokes and say mean <laughs> things to people every two seconds. That's how she's trying to get it out there through Tahani unbelievable the writing on this show yeah definitely gonna go watch some watch it back again and be like oh okay just make reassure like yep bad janet for sure yeah so janet explains the whole thing how it was the double switch with the other bad janet and that everything was going great and she was fooling them really so well until glenn came back that guy sucks bubble bubble shut up glenn Uh (laughs) I love how he is, his character is definitely Gary or whatever his many names were from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> oh, yeah. J- Jerry Gary Gergich. Yes. He's so the Gergich of this show. Like just everybody's mean to him for no, and he's the nicest guy. He's the nicest <laughs> demon, by far the nicest demon, and everybody's mm-hmm. mean to him. And it's just well, this- like Jerry. <laughs> There's so much that crosses over from Parks and Rec and some of the other shows like in, yes. the, in the Bad Place. They're drinking snake juice, which is the the stuff from um, was it Tom that had a bunch of that stuff? And it was yes. it John Ralphio snake or was juice. it whatever it was. Tom came up with that, drinking one, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, someone on Reddit uh, who's this um, Forney has a thing that says everyone's guessing crossover characters and they say Jerry Gergich deserved to end up in the good place. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> I, I agree. I hope we see him. He was probably the only guy that, that deserved to get in the good place on that show. But he yeah, really he, is. even right down to, and I, I know that this is how Ted, Ted Danson says it actually in real life, because when he was on Armchair Expert, he's, he used the word as well. But literally, he goes, literally. And that's just the same way that, um, what's his name's character would go, literally, all the time. And, yeah. Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger. And and so they're always you it's just so many common things that Michael Shore carries from show to show. And it's it's fun to kind of piece those things together. Sure. Same universe. Yep. All right. Yeah, for sure. Definitely exists in the same bubble. So Janet uh did so many bad things. Uh thankfully she didn't get the chance to give Tahani an asymmetrical haircut because that would have been too much. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> but Jason has a plan. He's not sure what it is. He just knows he wants to punch Sean in the mouth. <laughs> I love this. Jason oh, needs to get his not a girl back. Damn My right. favorite 
scene in the entire show was when Jason goes off on his rant about what they need to do. And Michael goes, sounds like someone has a plan. And he goes, great. Who? Having warning to punch someone in the mouth is not a plan to Jason. It's a do. Okay. Remember, it is. It is. is. Remember, you're not. What do you mean? You're not supposed to do things you think about immediately after you think of them. Yeah. Oh, God. That's Jason's MO. I want to punch that guy in the mouth. Let's go punch him in the mouth. I don't need a plan on how to get to the bad place, fight past demons, and get to Sean to punch him in the mouth. I'm just going to punch Sean in the mouth. Yep. It's going to happen. Luckily, Michael knows that he has to babysit him. So we get, you know, very cool Michael in the trench coat and the fedora. We get Jason with his side part haircut and the nice tie with the friggin' tie clip. And they are off to the bad place while Tiny and Eleanor are left all alone with a handcuffed bad Janet. And Derek, does that mean Derek needs to hold the neighborhood together? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. But he's sophisticated now. He's he changed. has been rebooted a bunch. He knows things that he didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if Bad Janet was in charge of all of the people all of this time, has she had a chance to infect them all with a computer virus? And maybe she's going to read everyone's diary? Oh. There's so many questions. Kevin Janet. Uh, or, or has she not been holding the people together at all? Was that just an excuse are the people automatically held together? Was that all just BS? Or has Derek somehow been counteracting Bad Maybe. Janet's juju and Derek's been holding things together? Yeah, Derek's what? force I powers. Mm-hmm. doubt it because Derek can't even hold himself together. And all of these people have been pretty convincing people. What are we going to find over there in the, the bad place? And how is Michael going to keep Jason together? <laughs> or out of trouble or what? I I, I predict that they're going to get there and, and once it's found out that Jason's there, they're going to just make him king of the bad place because that's <laughs> just how Jason rolls. They're going to. Yeah. I, like Michael's going to go off somewhere and then he's going to come back to the room and then Jason's like, you know, I don't know, throwing Molotovs with them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He's has a crown. Yeah. He's going to be like, well, this is a cool place, man. Let's just stay here. Right. I have a sneaking suspicion that Dax Shepard's coming back. He and Jason are going to pal around and that Dax (laughs) is going to help him get through the unknowingly help him get through the good place to where he needs to be to be close to Sean. I I could see that. I hope so. Oh, that somehow Jason's going to trick them. By yeah, well, just gonna, he he was the best pretend bad place person last time because he's yeah. not doing that much pretending. So all he's gonna have to do is just kind of joke around and be Jason, and they'll be yo, you're one of us. And then Michael will just randomly go, well, can we get to this place? Can we get to that place? And oh yeah, man, I can totally take you there. And then all of a sudden, there's Sean, punch him in the mouth. I can see it. Of course, that's gonna be totally wrong because this is the good place. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many more episodes do we have? Do we know? Uh, how many total episodes are going to be? This was the f- series finale, this one. We just oh, watched. Oh, wow. That's yeah. how it ends. Well, huh? hey, it's, yep. uh, thanks for joining us, guys. It's been a fun ride. Uh, wow. Just off to the bad place. Just think up your yep. own ending. That's it. Kind of wish mm-hmm. that would have happened with uh, El Camino, but okay. Ooh, hey. Oh, jeez. There's oh, 14 boy. episodes this year, guys. 14? 14. Wow. Oh, I think season so one more? had 12. I think the other ones had 13. So this is this is going to be a long one. 
Cool, cool. Hooray. Okay. Uh, you guys have anything else? I got nothing else. Um, No, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. That was an awesome episode. So much fun. And I forgot to say Fremulon. But thank you guys for joy- uh, oh, yeah, joining Oh, yeah, that's us Tim, here. not Kevin. Somebody yeah, said right, Kevin, me. and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. This has been Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. Join us on the Facebook group. We've got new people joining every week. We're so glad that we've been podcasting four seasons yeah. about this and that you guys are still uh, figuring out that you can come there and talk about this and hey i just mentioned like i don't know seven names in the podcast so if you think that's something that cool that's cool uh say something noteworthy and i will say that you said it and then other people oh, will know that you said it and it'll be awesome and if you want us to read what you're writing leave us an itunes review oh, give us five stars if you snap. liked us and we'll read out your review um and that helps us get like on the charts or whatever because like we're we're i think we're next to armchair expert when you look up the good place on itunes <laughs> we're like number th- we switch back and forth between number three and five like i'm watching and i'm like holy cow that's cool because a lot of people are listening and we appreciate all of you but um yeah leave us an itunes review if you can just search uh everything is fine on itunes and then just leave us a hey i like this thing hey i like whatever hey jules is pretty cute or something and we'll read it so yeah <laughs> but you can't he won't tell you where he lives if, it's weird no it's yeah he won't tell you that if if we could end up number two next to armchair expert in any capacity that would make my life if i could just be next to dax and monica in some fashion <laughs> then that would just make my life so yeah let's make that happen uh go to the facebook group go to instagram at everything's fine podcast at Nerdy Things Pod on all other social media platforms and www.nerdythingspod.com. So thank you guys again so much, and as always, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.